Chapter Twenty Six of Life in the Grey Nunnery at Montreal. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Life in the Grey Nunnery at Montreal by Sarah J. Richardson. Chapter Twenty Six. Conclusion. Here closes the story of Sarah J. Richardson as related by herself. The remaining particulars have been obtained from her employers in Worcester. She arrived in this city in August 1854, and as she has already stated, at once commenced seeking for employment. She called at many houses before she found anyone who wished to help, and her first question at each place was, Are you a Catholic? If the answer was in the affirmative, she passed on, but if the family were Protestants, she inquired for some kind of employment. She did not care what it was. She would cook, wash, sew, or do chamber work, anything to earn her bread. A Mr. Handy was the first person who took her in and gave her a home. In his family she worked for her board a few weeks going out to wash occasionally as she had opportunity. She then went to Holden, Massachusetts, but for some reason remained only one week, and again returned to Worcester. Mr. Ezra Goddard then took her into his own family, and found her capable, industrious, and trustworthy. Had anything been wanting to prove her truthfulness and sincerity, the deep gratitude of her fervent, I thank you, when told that she had found a permanent home, would have done it effectually. But though her whole appearance indicated contentment and earnestness of purpose, though her various duties were faithfully and zealously performed, yet the deep sadness of her countenance and the evident anxiety of her mind at first awakened a suspicion of mental derangement. She seemed restless, suspicious, and morbidly apprehensive of approaching danger. The appearance of a stranger, or a sudden ringing of the bell, would cause her to start, tremble, and exhibit the greatest perturbation of spirit. In fact, she seemed so constantly on the qui vive the lady of the house one day said to her, Sarah, what is the matter with you? What do you fear? The Roman Catholic priests, she replied, I have been a nun. I ran away from the Grey Nunnery at Montreal, and twice I have been caught, carried back, and punished in the most cruel manner. Oh, if only you knew what I have suffered, you would not wonder that I live in constant fear lest they again seek out my retreat, and I will die before I go back again. Further questioning drew from her the foregoing narrative, which she repeated once and again to various persons, and at different times, without the least alteration or contradiction. She resided in the family of Mr. Goddard some weeks, when she was taken into the employ of Mr. Amos L. Black, 
This gentleman informs us that he found her a faithful, industrious, honest servant, and he has not the least doubt of the truthfulness of her statements respecting her former life in the convent. A few weeks after this she was married to Frederick S. Richardson, with whom she became acquainted soon after her arrival in the city of Worcester. The marriage ceremony was performed by Charles Chaffin, Esquire, of Holden, Massachusetts. After their marriage, her husband hired a room in the house occupied by Mr. Handy, with whom she had formerly resided. After a few weeks, however, they removed to a place called the Drury Farm. It is owned by the heirs, but left in the care of Mr. Ezra Goddard. Previous to her marriage, Mrs. Richardson had often been advised to allow her history to be placed before the public. But she always replied, For my life I would not do it. Not because I do not wish the world to know it, for I would gladly proclaim it wherever a Romanist is known. But it would be impossible for me to escape their hands should I make myself so public. They would most assuredly take my life. After her marriage, however, her principal objection was removed. She thought they would not wish to take her back into the nunnery, and her husband would protect her from violence. She therefore related the story of her life while in the convent, which, in accordance with her own request, was written down from her lips as she related it. This was done by Mrs. Lucy Ann Hood, wife of Edward P. Hood, and daughter of Ezra Goddard. It is now given to the public, without addition or alteration, and with but a slight abridgment. A strange and startling story it certainly is. Perhaps the reader will cast it aside at once as a worthless fiction, the idle vagary of an excited brain. The compiler, of course, cannot vouch for its truth, but would respectfully invite the attention of the reader to the following testimonials presented by those who have known the narrator. The first is from Edward P. Hood, with whom Mrs. Richardson resided when her narrative was written. End of chapter 26 End of Life in the Grey Nunnery at Montreal by Sarah J. Richardson